Be all like-minded in prayer, compassionate, lovers of the brethren, merciful, reserved, humble, not rendering evil for evil or abuse for abuse, but contrawise blessing. For unto this you were called, that you might inherit a blessing. Today we will consider once again the important virtue of forgiving our enemies. Last week we talked a little bit about Marie Goretti, and we considered also there one of the virtues that not only she manifested, but her mother manifested. Yesterday we celebrated the feast day of St. John Walbert, who forgave the murder of his only brother, Hugh, as he was going on and he vowed revenge, vengeance on this man who had killed his brother. He met him and, he, and the man could not escape. He came down from his horse and there he opened his arms up wide and he asked for the passion of our Lord to have mercy on him. And so St. Walbert spared his life. Not only that, but he embraced him as a friend. So we see that this was yesterday. But today, today also, we celebrate the feast day of St. Thomas More. St. Thomas More, who, even while he was being executed by the king, who was also his friend, he said, I wish none harm. I think none harm. He forgave the king, and he forgave all those, those that did not support him. For example, all the many bishops that had abandoned him, all those who had abandoned him in his plight, and he stood alone. So we can consider him as well today. And then finally, for ourselves, for many of us here who knew Father Walker in the light of the, uh, the, the recent murder, and we can pray especially for Gary Moran, for his soul, that he become a saint, not just that he convert. So these things we can consider. And then finally, one last thing, is we can consider as we, it seems that persecutions are just around the corner, with so many rising up in unnatural vices. We see so many rising up in paganism. In fact, um, some of the people that were coming through the borders belonging to groups like MS-13, which is one of the most notorious uh, violent uh, groups, uh, uh, you know, totally rejecting anything Christian. We see all the Muslims, how they persecute the Christians all around us. And we see euthanasia, this culture of death spreading in this country. There's bound to be persecutions. We ourselves have to prepare ourselves by growing in charity and humility. And so that's why this topic is so important. Well, when we consider that we are called Christians, we have to ask ourselves, what does being Christian mean? It means none other than following Christ's doctrine and following his example. So what was his doctrine? What did Christ teach? A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you. John chapter 13, verse 34. And then just before he is about to, to go and lay down his life for all of us, he says these words, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. That you love one another as I have loved you. And he calls it his commandment. St. Therese of the Child Jesus points this out. It is his own 
that he gives to the world. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And then he says, But I say to you, love your enemies. Do good to them that hate you, and pray for them that persecute and calumniate you, that you may be the children of your Father who is in heaven, who maketh his Son to rise upon the good and the bad, and reigneth upon the just and the unjust. For if you love them that love you, what reward have you? Do not only publicans do this. And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more? Do not also the heathens do this. So it is very clear what Christ taught. Well, what about his example? Being God, being true God and true man, worthy of all love, honor, and glory, being innocent and so good towards others, even those who are most despised. He was calumniated. He was persecuted. He was condemned and he died on the cross. This was the response to so great love that he showed. And compare the persecutions. St. Anthony Marie Claret says, compare the persecutions of yourself with those of Jesus. What a difference. Jesus is innocent. You a sinner. Deserving not just these persecutions, but also temporal death and eternal punishment. You may say, they've robbed me, Father. Well, look at our Lord, whom they robbed even to the point of taking away his vestments that he had to die naked on the cross. You may say, they have wounded me. Look at Jesus, whom they wounded with scourges, crowned with thorns, and he died also on the cross. St. Anthony Marie Claret says, Oh, dear Lord, think about the great offenses and affronts you have done to God. And I give you my word that at that moment that your rage will subside when you understand that you yourself have passed your own sentence when praying the Our Father, when you say, Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Well, if you do not pardon those who trespass against you, neither will God forgive you. You can already say with these words that you condemn yourself, because even if you did not commit another sin in your entire life, that the hatred that you bear will be enough to condemn you. St. Anthony Marie Claret. He goes on to say that even if you were an individual with the greatest virtues and were very intimate to God, but not forgiving, your aids will be cast off and you'll be lost. And he brings forth an example in the ancient church. There was a father, Sapricio. He was, it was well noted that this father, Sapricio, was a good priest he, he was being led to the scaffold by tyrants, and the angels were preparing a palm and a crown of martyrdom for him. At this moment, Nicephero arrived, someone who had done him injury, and he asked pardon of him. Sapricio denied him pardon. The Lord took from him the grace. He failed in constancy, and he died an apostate because he would not forgive. 
Consider then our neighbor. Who is he? Why should I forgive my neighbor? Remember that your neighbor, with whom you might have so much hatred, was created by God, just like yourself. He was redeemed by Jesus, just like yourself. And that we are all sons of one Father and destined for one end. This is what St. Anthony Marie Claret says. And then he goes on to say, And even if he may not be worthy of pardon on account of these titles, he deserves it because God commands it. And he has so entrusted him to our love that whatever good or evil we do to our neighbor, the same we do to God. Whensoever you do to the least of these, you have done to me. Now, one may say that it is repugnant to do this. This is very difficult. St. Anthony Marie Claret says, Understand this, my son, that to a heart with little humility it is difficult and repugnant to forgive. But you should know that the more this sacrifice costs you, the much more merit you will have in heaven. God will repay you greatly, as he did with St. John at Gualbert, to whom the image of the crucified inclined his head, approving and praising his forgiveness for his enemy. An example also comes to us from the work of St. Francis de Sales. The saint relates the following that happened in Padua. The students of that university had an evil practice of lurking around in the shadows at night, carrying weapons with them and challenging people who passed by with, Who goes there? Whomsoever did not respond, at a whim they would shoot if they felt like it. There was a certain student that happened to be passing on the road one night, and having not responded to their, Who goes there? They killed him. The culprit, who had shot him, fled and sought refuge in the house of a good widow who boarded with a fellow student, a friend of his, at that place. He confessed the crime that he had committed to that widow, and he begged her to hide him somewhere in the house. The good widow shut him up in a secluded room. But it was into this room, into this very room, that a short time later they brought in the widow's dead son. It was the very man that he had murdered. The widow, weeping at seeing her son, cried out, Oh, my son, what have they done to you? Why have they truly, cruelly taken away your life? The man, seeing that the dead boy was her son, began to shout. He pulled out his hair. He begged pardon and threw himself at the feet of this widow, begging pardon from her. And he said that he would turn himself in to the authority because he wanted to publicly pay for the crime that he had just committed. The widow, a mother, no less a Christian and full of mercy, was so moved by the repentance of this young man that she told him to seek pardon from God. She promised to save his life, and she would let him go free, as she promised. This admirable example of clemency was so pleasing to God 
that he permitted her son to reappear. He appeared there, and he told his mother, because of her great act of charity and mercy, that God had forgiven him as well, for he was destined to be in purgatory for a very, very long time. And because of this great act of charity and mercy, God had forgiven him the entire sentence, and he was being brought to heaven at that moment. We can see how much mercy extends to others as well. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Are we seeking revenge? St. Anthony Marie Claret says, O unhappy soul, are you saying that you want to snatch from the hand of God his scepter? Do you want to usurp his rights like the demon to want to make yourself equal to the Most High? Do you not know what God says? Vengeance belongeth to me. I will repay. The book of Hebrews. I would have no one take it from me. I reserve it for myself and I give everyone in his own time. If you are so proud that you do not want to rip out this hatred which envelops your heart, before which you must take revenge, what will you gain by this? Nothing but misery, for nothing more will harm anyone than it will harm you. In the history of Poland, St. Anthony Marie Claret relates a certain story about a King Wenceslas, King of Bohemia. He grew very angry one day at a servant. This is not the saint, by the way. And he grew so, so angry that he planned to kill him with his own hands. And he worked himself up into such a fit that paralysis set in, and he died a few days later. The vengeful are like bees. They're like bees that while they sting, they actually kill themselves, and they do more harm to themselves than they do to the person they sting. We're Christians. Consider Christ. Christ forgave those while he was on the cross, while he was on the cross, while they were mocking him, blaspheming him. David forgave and prayed for Saul, his chief enemy. Saint Stephen prayed for his enemies who were killing him at that moment. Our Lady, at the foot of the cross, forgave all of us who crucified her son. Not only did she forgive, but she accepts us like dear children in her heart. Do we forgive in our hearts? And we should prepare to forgive in our hearts. Prepare now in your families. If somebody is holding a grudge, throw it away. Forgive them from your hearts brothers and sisters, wives and husbands. Forgive of your hearts. Be all like-minded in prayer, compassionate, lovers of the brethren, merciful, reserved, humble, not rendering evil for evil or abuse for abuse, but contrawise blessing, for unto this were you called that you might inherit 
a blessing. Immaculate Heart of Mary, 